everybody and welcome back to Beauty Brains in a Big Mouth, the podcast. My name is Kim and today I'm giving you a quick overview of everything you need to know for student loan forgiveness. So welcome to Financial Fridays. We have some good news today. Uh, This is amazing. This is, I mean, it's never been done before. Um, A lot of people can benefit from this. So Take notes if you need to, do whatever it is you need to do to get this information and make sure that you take advantage of the one-time federal student loan debt relief um, because this is going to be major and there's no sense in you missing out on something that could be extremely beneficial for you. So like I said, this is a one-time debt relief which is provided by the Department of Education as a part of the Biden-Harris administration student debt relief plan. So. What does that mean? How much debt relief can you get? What are the implications? What do I have to do to receive it? Well, I'm gonna answer all those questions. So, how much debt relief can you get? For Pell Grant recipients, you can get up to $20,000 in debt relief. So this means that when you were in school, if you received the Pell Grant, which is a federal need-based grant, then you get $20,000 in debt relief if you meet certain income requirements. And we'll cover those a little in a little bit. Everybody else, if you didn't receive the federal Pell Grant in college, you could get up to $10,000 in debt relief. So what are those income requirements? All right, so you may receive debt relief if you have eligible federal loans. We're gonna talk about that as well and you meet certain income requirements. So, this is based on adjusted gross income. So when you pull out your taxes, look at the line that says AGI or adjusted gross income. If you're a single person, you must, your AGI or your adjusted gross income must be under $125,000. If you're married, but you file your taxes separately from your spouse, again, it must be under $125,000. If you're married and you and your spouse file together, it has to be under $250,000. If you file head of household, under $250,000. And if you're a qualifying widow or widower, under $250,000. So those are the income requirements. And then you add in whether or not you received a Pell Grant, and then that'll tell you if you get the 20,000 or the 10,000. Now, when it says eligible federal loans, typically what they're talking about are loans under the direct loan program. There's been a little bit of controversy lately as some students are actually going to get cut out of this debt relief plan, which is unfortunate. Uh, There's a lot of moving pieces as far as this is concerned. And of course, the overarching priority is to help as many people as possible. And so unfortunately, those that have other loans that do not fall under the direct loan program or were not consolidated into a debt, uh, the direct loan program by a certain date, unfortunately, they do not qualify for this debt relief plan. However, I'm pretty confident that most people listening to this podcast are going to be eligible for this debt relief. Uh, But you can do a little extra research just to make sure that you 
did receive direct student loans while you were in school. So those are the three pieces that you want to be cognizant of, that it's a direct student loan, whether or not you received Pell Grant, and then if you are under the income threshold. So those three pieces. If you check, check, check on all those three pieces, the next thing you need to do is you need to apply for student loan debt relief. Now, um, it is, there's a couple of different things going on. Some borrowers are being contacted directly to um, let them know that they are eligible for automatic debt relief and those that are eligible for automatic relief uh, are being contacted because the Department of Education has your income information on file. That means that you have recently filled out a FAFSA and so your income information is on that or you may be enrolled in an income-based loan repayment plan. And so those are the two ways that the Department of Education uh, may have your income information. And if you qualify, they're reaching out to you directly to let you know that you can have your debt um, automatically relieved and you don't have to fill out the application. Now, um, if you don't want to participate in this debt relief, you can opt out of the debt cancellation. And I know you're thinking, who wouldn't want to have their debt canceled? Well, again, there's a lot of moving pieces with that. There's some tax implications. Um, and depending on what state you're in, that could be a little bit of a burden for you. And so you may come out on the better end by opting out of the debt relief. So keep in mind, depending on what your personal situation is, uh, that opting out of debt relief may be beneficial to you. And you do have that option. Um, those that do not opt out and are eligible for the automatic relief, uh, the automatic relief will go into effect. Those that are not eligible for the automatic relief need to apply for the student loan debt relief. So you need to go to studentaid.gov, I repeat, studentaid.gov, and complete the application today or as soon as possible. The deadline is December 31, 2023. So you want to make sure that you get your application in and it gets processed. I know you're thinking, well, December 2023, I've got plenty of time. We're talking about 40 million potential people getting debt relief. So even over the past weekend, um, the Biden-Harris administration um, released a beta application for debt relief. Uh, when that was released, I believe about 8 million people went ahead and completed the application. And then over the weekend, an additional 4 million people completed the application. So 12 million people about have already done this application. So you want to make sure that you go ahead and, and you do yours and get it out of the way. It's not something that you have to worry about. Um, there's lots of information on studentaid.gov um, that reiterates everything that I'm telling you here. So you'll know um, more or you can get more details there. And if you have any other questions, they have an amazing FAQ that you can look at to specify, you know, about the Pell Grant and do I really get the full $20,000 in debt relief and all of those things. Um, it also talks to you more about which loans are eligible. So it is going to tell you more about the direct loan program. Um, 
things of that nature. Um, it talks to you a little bit about federal Perkins loans. There are some people out there that still have Perkins loans. So um, if those Perkins loans are still held by the Department of Ed, they're eligible for debt relief as well. Um, so there are some FAILS loans. So that's Federal Family Education Loan um, that are held by the Department of Education. They are eligible for uh, debt relief. So that was a little bit of the, um, the questions that some people were having. Um, you have to look at the specifics um, of your loans because some FAILS loans are not eligible for this relief. And so you need to make sure that yours are um, so you don't get, you know, hit with the okie doke. It seems like the common thread here is that the loan has to still be owned by the Department of Education. At some point, um, some servicers or some lenders rather will sell their loans to other lenders and things like that. So a loan that started out being held by the Department of Education may not be held by them anymore, especially if you've had these loans for 10, 15, almost 20 years. So those of you who have older student loans, you might want to do um, a little bit more research just so you don't get duped and thinking, oh, I'm about to get this relief and then you actually don't qualify. So again, studentaid.gov is going to give you a lot of in-depth information. It reiterates all of this information. It gives you dates. So if that's something that's helpful to you, you'll know um, private loans, i.e. non-federal loans are not eligible for debt relief. So please don't mix that up. These have to be federal student loans in order to get the debt relief. Um, and then further still, they talk about how you can find your loans and your loan servicer. Again, studentaid.gov is full service. So there's an option for you to log into studentaid.gov. Um, this may pertain more to more recent borrowers because things with the uh, federal aid have changed a lot over the years, so you may or may not have a login for studentaid.gov. Um, but if you do, you can log in and get all of your information about your loans and your loan servicer. If you do not, that signals to me that you've probably held these loans for a really long time. At this point, if you don't know who your loan servicer is or about how much loan debt you have, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Shame on you because <laughs> you've been doing this for a really long time. Um, but the overarching message here, guys, is that this is really important. Um, this is a phenomenal opportunity that probably will never happen again. So if you check the boxes, if you meet the requirements, if you are eligible, do everything you can to take advantage of this opportunity. If you're not sure whether or not you're going to qualify for the automatic relief, uh, just as a, a fail safe, go to studentaid.gov and complete the application anyway. The application only takes about five minutes to complete. And once it's done, it's done. After that, the you know powers the be will process it. And then we don't have a timeline yet on when you'll see that relief, but I'd be willing to bet that it will be over the next year. So as applications come in and they're being processed, debt relief will be processed shortly after since they are giving you the December 31, 2023 deadline. Um, so some things to know that after you apply, you'll receive an email confirmation. So you wanna, you're going to want to hold on to that. Um, they're gonna review your application. And then 
they'll contact you if they need any more application um, information. So if there's any documentation that they need, say like to verify your income, um, or if they need parent income, so you may have been a dependent student at any time um, while between certain dates, um, and they'll, they might need parent information at this point. Um, if they can't match you to your loan records, they may need additional information, um, things of that nature. So you're in, after you complete this application, you're going to want to keep an eye on your email because there's gonna be some communications coming your way. Um, you'll also get a notification once your application is approved. And then your loan servicer or servicers will apply your debt relief and they will also notify you. So you will get a notification when your application is received, when it's approved, and when your debt relief is applied. So again, keep an eye on your email. The last thing I want to, re I want to get to you guys is that you need to beware of scams. Of course, there's going to be people out there that are going to take advantage of this time. So you may be contacted by a company saying that they'll help you get a loan discharge or forgiveness or cancellation or the debt relief for a fee. You never have to pay for help with your federal student aid. So do not pay anybody to do this for you. This is completely free. And make sure that you're only working with the Department of Ed or your loan servicers in this, in this process. Um, and never give your personal information or your account information or passwords or anything to anyone. Uh, nobody should be asking you for that. So definitely just make sure that, you know, you're aware of who's asking you for what and why they're asking you for it. Because, uh, like I said, this is a phenomenal opportunity and we don't want you to get taken advantage of in the, in the, in, um, during this time. So I hope that this was beneficial. I hope that you run right out to studentaid.gov and fill out the application. Um, or at the very least, go and get more information, check your eligibility, um, get more, get information on your loan servicers, any and all of the above. That's going to do it for this episode and this segment of Financial Fridays. If you're listening on Spotify, please go to the episode description and leave me some feedback. Also, I would love five stars. You can rate me five stars on Apple Podcasts as well. And I hope you guys enjoyed it. And I'll see you in my next one. Bye, guys.